You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fix in Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show being broadcast uh, live on various social media outlets, including Facebook Live, Martin Houston Live, uh, Tide 109, uh, Alabama Tradition, X's and O's, as well as Martin Houston Personal. We're also broadcasting on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Based on which one of those uh, you tune into, give us a like, give us a follow, uh, share us with family and friends, tell them about the great things happening on the Martin Houston Show and on Tide 100.9. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Uh, we got, a, 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 like I said, a great show lined up for you. want to invite you to get in on the conversation. You can join us at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. The uh, Alabama One Hotline is open for business, so I want to invite you to join in on the conversation. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Oh, not too bad. Happy to be here. Ready to get it going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we're, we're still holding. Sometimes in the mornings when you have guests, you always hold out your breath uh, till you get full confirmation. Our, our goal is to have uh, Kendall Randolph on this morning. If he's able to join us, we'll be adding him in the second quarter. If not, we will have a full show dedicated to talking Alabama sports and uh, beyond. And speaking of the beyond, I got a couple stories out there, uh, guys happening around the sporting world. Pretty pretty big news, and one of them is uh, Sweet Home Alabama was not written in – I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I know that, that there's a fun story up on uh, <laughs> on Tide 109, Joe, uh, 
that uh, Sweet Home Alabama, uh, the the home uh, of the writer uh, of the the song, uh, was not from uh, Alabama. wasn't written in a, in the state of Alabama. Was recorded in in most of shows, but uh, anyway, I just just having fun there. But hey, though, no, uh, guys, a couple quick sidebar stories before we start talking a little bit about uh, Alabama getting a bunch of guys on the, the SEC team, Bryce Young, uh, getting yet another money-making, I mean, another award that's going to result in, 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 in money. But uh, uh, golf uh, is a PGA uh, tour um, in trouble, uh, Joe, is, is, is the possibility uh, – are they going to have to find a Tiger Woods and find the Tiger Woods in a hurry – uh, or, or are they going to begin to see their ratings and their opportunities and their popularity dwindle, not just in America, but around the world? Well, I definitely think that golf is uh, – the PGA Tour is in need of a little innovation or a little tweaking. Uh, the PGA Tour is kind of a, a, under threat from the LIV Tour starting this week uh, in London. As Phil Mickelson confirmed yesterday on a $200 million deal that he'll be playing in the LIV Tour. They've taken uh, roughly 40-something players away from the PGA Tour. And uh, it seems like the LIV Tour is, and, and the Saudi Americans are coming for all the cookies. Yeah, it, 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 it's very interesting when, you know, Phil made his thing. Boy, he got raked over the cold, but uh, now it looks like several other big-name players, and one of those being uh, multi-time major winner Dustin Johnson um, uh, signing up uh, to, to be a part of the tour, and um, several people uh, – uh, have have tried to make this a, a political thing, uh, Joe and, and X, when they were talking about um, the human rights of uh, of the people, human right, you know, violation. And I, I can't remember exactly which um, which golfer it was that said it specifically, but others concurred afterwards. Said, "Hey, if we were to try to take on every political." Uh, angle of all of the different countries we play in already, uh, then we'd never be, you know, golfers. We're, we're golfers, not politicians. Um, any thoughts on from either one of you guys on those comments and whether or not, um, you know, a lot of times it, it takes two things to be successful, uh, guys, at any pro sport, and that's money and the athletes, and it looks like they have both of these. Yeah, I think I think the, uh, the the comments were were fair, and really the PGA Tour has really tried to shame a lot of these golfers into staying on the PGA Tour. But the PGA Tour, I mean, they're running PGA Tour China. They they they've got several other you know it, 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 they they try to uh, come off as the moral authority, and I think that's uh, pretty disingenuous uh, uh, from 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 their perspective. Absolutely, so. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what they have to say there. Another big news uh, item is um, the, a big sale at the NFL le- level um, in terms of uh, you know uh, Denver Broncos being sold. You get, um, sold for a few dollars uh, last night. Uh, you know they they. Um, They've been they've been on the market, I think, for quite a while, and finally 
they were sold. Uh, give us an update on what what's going on with the Denver Broncos and whether that means anything for the college uh, team that's affiliated with the family that purchased it. Yeah, uh, the Walton family, the family that out of Arkansas that are the founders and owners of Walmart bought the Denver Broncos for $4.65 billion. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just, just a pretty little penny. Um, But it, but as far as what it could potentially do for Arkansas, I mean, it might be another NIL revenue source. uh, When you really stop and look at it, they already have the money strictly from Walmart that goes into the school but now having an NFL team attached to it, that's just more revenue in other ways. Hey, Joe, guys, do y'all think that uh, – no, no, come on. Is, are there any guidelines around NFL teams being a part of – now, I know we've talked about boosters, but are there any guidelines around NFL teams uh, having NIL deals? So think about that for a second. So I don't know if there is. Uh, and you may say, well, how would they do that? Um, easy. You just give them an internship. You hire those guys to work for you. You know, I mean, you, 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 you use that, that all of those connections to do that. Now, would that be a game changer in a hurry for the likes of the California schools and the New York schools and the, you know, and the Ohio schools, uh, all of a sudden, uh, if they're able to do that, do you know of anything, Joe, that prevents that or action preventing that from happening at this moment? Uh, no, not off the top of my head. I'm with you. I think that you just opened my, you just kind of shocked me a little bit. Uh, take a business internship for a summer, and wow, that's attractive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about that. I I had not thought about that till. You guys uh, were sharing with me about that that purchase, but but let, let let's go to a team that will quickly benefit um, from that. Ohio State, okay. Let's just think about Ohio State for one moment. Ohio State, um, the um, big issue uh, with a uh, not issue, big opportunity with um, the. Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, all of a sudden being able to partner with Ohio State and those players, uh, if they decide to do that, all, all of a sudden Ohio State has another recruiting tool that it's going to be hard to <laughs> hard to beat. So just something to think about. I don't know that it's anything uh, there or not, uh, but we, we'll, we'll definitely – uh, look, <laughs> look into that as a, as a possibility. There's a lot of other things going on. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts about uh, Mr. Bryce Young getting yet uh, a, another um, uh, recognition? Uh, as uh, you know, he, you know, I think his Heisman moment. He had a lot of really a really great season, but his Heisman moment clearly locking things up when he you know, took down the Auburn Tigers, but um, had, had had a challenge on his hands as a as a uh, the possibility of the ASWA Amateur Athlete of the Year, but he brought home the trophy. What are your thoughts on that real quick? Yes, another 
<laughs> another piece of hardware for the uh, collection. Um, Bryce might walk away one of the most decorated players in Alabama history with another solid year. Uh, you know, congratulations to him. Uh, beat Auburn again, <laughs> beating uh, Sonny Lee for the award. So, just congratulations to Bryce and looking forward to more awards coming. Yep. And, and it's easy. I, I say he joins good company. Um, and we haven't even taught, talked about this. Um, you know, uh, how many Heisman trophies does, um, does does Auburn have? Three? Three, yes, sir. Three. Um, and now Alabama has how many? Four. Do you remember the time when that used to be what was held over the Alabama folks' head? <laughs> I just thought about it. Like I said, sometimes we start this show, man, I have a direction. I want to go and get things popping in my head. But we might talk about that. But either way, we're going to get to break here. It, uh, we're going to uh, attempt to bring in Kendall Randolph, Alabama offensive lineman, uh, for a conversation with him. If he's not, we're going to talk about the, the Alabama dominating Athlon's all-SEC list, uh, first, second, and third team as well as uh, looking at uh, this Heisman thing. I just, it just dawned on me with Bryce Young's win, uh, we overtook the Auburn Tigers uh, and Heisman Trophy winners as well. Auburn touted that for quite a while uh, when they had three and Alabama uh, was struggling to get any. But we'll talk about that more right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, everything pretty quiet. Just watch out for standing water on the road, otherwise we have some pretty heavy showers overnight. If you do see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky cloudy at times today. A few passing showers and strong thunderstorms are likely through tonight. The high today, 88. Tonight's low, 70. Or tomorrow, partially sunny. A chance of widely scattered showers or thunderstorms. The high, 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. show on tide 100.9 hey listen that's the beauty of live radio you have to be ready to roll inside and out joe it's just like calling an audible if the defense changes you have to be ready to change the play 
Uh, we, we're uh, at this time we do not have Kendall Randolph, uh, so we're going to continue to uh, move on. If he calls in, um, or if we're able to reach back out to him, we'll bring him into the conversation. But until then, the Alabama One Hotline is open for business. Alabama One. Uh, your one source for all your financial needs uh, today. Giving a shout out to the Alabama One Aspire Foundation. We're one uh, together uh, hosting our first annual One Community uh, Golf Tournament. Uh, we It will uh, be tomorrow. We will have uh, the former Alabama players that we've mentioned uh, on the course taking pictures with the teams that are participating. We'll also have uh, Gene Newberry Tony Johnson, uh, BJ Staber, and Andy Phillips are also guest celebrities there. But this golf tournament is meant to raise funds uh, to help us continue with uh, community empowerment in the areas of financial wellness, especially when it comes to our children. Uh, go to AlabamaOneFoundation.org to find out more information about uh, the great partnerships that we have uh, serving our community uh, in the since the beginning of the foundation, we've served over seven thousand kids, and that number is continuing to grow. And we do that because of great folks like you supporting us. Alabama One Foundation dot org. All right, guys. Uh, hey, let's keep the conversation going. Uh, we're, we're when we're going to break there. We were talking a little bit about uh, Bryce Young um, winning. Um, you know another uh, award um, you know Alabama Sports Writers Association President Chris Walsh uh, uh, said the voting was extremely close um, with you know in terms of uh, uh, Young versus uh, Sonny Lee uh, who was the gymnast uh, Olympic gymnast for uh, Auburn University uh, but the Heisman Trophy this award started giving out being given out in 1974, in Alabama, I mean, the Heisman Trophy has won, winner has won it every year. Uh, and the only Heisman Trophy from Alabama or Auburn that did win it was uh, Pat Sullivan, who won his before the award started. So, hey, just just your thoughts, real quick, guys. On um, are, are you guys old enough to remember the day when when that used to be the big thing that was held over um, Alabama's head that? Uh, that uh, we didn't have any Heisman Trophy winners uh, and that, you know, that Auburn had put out some of the best players uh, in the country? Yeah, uh, you know, when Mark Ingram won it in 2009, I was 18. So I, I remember the, the days of, oh, well, you know, Bo Jack, at that point in time, Bo Jackson and Pat Sullivan were the two Heisman Trophy winners and Alabama had none. Yeah. And then Mark wins it, and it's like Alabama finally got a little something. Then for the next year, Cam Newton had one of the most dominant seasons ever and win it. And so they're like, well, if y'all win it, we'll just win it right back, was pretty much the, the gist of things. <laughs> but I was just looking, not only Auburn, but at the beginning of the Nick Saban era, Georgia had two. Florida had three. With Timbo, with TM Tebow winning it, saving his first year, and then we get one, then turn around and Auburn gets the third. Since then, you've had Johnny Manziel win it. Then you've had, and 
three more uh, Joe Burrow and then three Alabama players have won it since that stretch. Yeah, and 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 a lot of people feel like uh, had had Trent's team made it to the SEC championship game, um, you know, and been playing that Saturday, he would have won it over R, R, well, RG three. Uh, Robert Griffin the third, but uh, uh, easily good enough to win the Heisman. So, but it, it's funny, uh, Joey, you, you guys can speak to this. When we weren't winning them, do you remember what the Alabama folks used to say though? Oh, we like team awards and championships. Even our narratives change. Our narratives change real quick when we started winning them, right? Uh, <laughs> it was so. It, 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 it now, now, of course, I call it that revisionist history that that we're all guilty of sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I can remember growing up and when I was here, uh, and people used to say, "Yeah, man, we don't have any Heisman Trophy winners." Because we're all about the team trophy, and we're all about winning national champions, and and uh, and I, I guess Nick Saban has made helped us be able to say we want both now. But uh, with, with that, uh, and, and and if if you were a bet man, I'm not sure how how they have it, but you would have to say if you were saying which team is most likely to have a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, you'd have to throw Bama up there uh, as the leader by far with. Uh, uh, what's his name uh, with Bryce Young and Will Anderson? Man, what what is the um, if Will Anderson duplicates? Let me ask you this: If Will Anderson duplicates last year and Bryce Young duplicates last year, does does, does Will get the nod or Bryce gets his second one? It, it's hard to win two. It's only been done once, and that was Archie Griffin in the seventies. I, I, I'm gonna, but Will being a defensive guy, it's hard to win it as a pure defensive guy. Yeah. It's never been done. Yeah. That being said, if Will Anderson has another season of a hundred tackles, <laughs> seventeen plus sacks. And thirty plus tackles for a loss. The uproar <laughs> from Alabama fans, from guys who just love defense, might be enough to catapult them, because because t- teams are going to be double teaming, triple teaming them this year. And so, I think if he's able to do that, Alabama's undefeated. It's going to be hard to keep it from maybe Will being the first defensive player, but. I'm going to have to go Bryce if these guys are able to duplicate the numbers in all sincerity, just because it's an offensive award at this point. Joey, any thoughts from you? Uh, can, I, can, I, can I go off the board? Not Will Anderson, not Bryce Young, but Jameer Gibbs will be the Heisman Trophy candidate this year. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I hold, hold that thought. All right, I, all right. I, I, like to, I like to come back to that because, yeah, that, that's an interesting conversation. Uh, but if they were to do that, and Jamar Jamar doesn't have Jameer, uh, Jameer doesn't have uh, the season, you know, the Heisman season. Uh, d- does d- do you think is is more likely that uh, you have a two time winner, uh, something that's only happened once, or a first time peer defensive player? 
I think oh, I, I think I'd like it. Um, like it, if if it was all like Joe Gaither's in control, I would like it to be Will Anderson. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Xavier. I think that I think that it's more likely that Bryce Young uh, wins a, wins the award a second time due to the offensive uh, nature of the award. And 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 and, and, and I think we all kind of feel that way about the offense. The only caveat that I would throw in there that helps Will is is the hypocrisy of the media will be fully on display if Will Anderson repeats what he did last year and isn't the winner or at least second to a Bryce Young in that scenario because of the way they talked about Hutchison last year, who was nowhere near the statistical dominant defensive player that Will Anderson was. And so the hypocrisy of the nation uh, uh, for those who put him up there last year, would be on full display uh, if if that isn't the case. Because we have to understand, we're talking about a guy who dominated last year and didn't even make it to the finals. So uh, clearly, some of the best numbers, uh, especially in this modern era, uh, possibly the best numbers statistically for a defensive player in the modern era. And he didn't even make it to New York. So, but yet a guy who had half the stats uh, was second. So, it, it, that's going to be a fun thing to watch. But Joe, you do throw in an interesting conversation uh, as uh, Gibbs is is one of the other guys to get thrown on that first team uh, All SEC uh, list with Bryce Young and. Uh, Will Anderson in terms of uh, the Athlons, but kind of make your defense why you think it may be Jamar Gibbs. Well, I'm kind of playing off one of one of our previous one of our guests on Inside the Locker Room. J.C. Sherbert represents 24/7 Sports for uh, South Carolina, uh, and, and he basically said that he he's that good, and he he compared him to Alvin Kamara. Uh, I think that Bryce Young's going to be a, a very good player. Obviously, he is a great player, but I don't know if the weaponry uh, around him is going to be as good this year. I think that uh, we, you you remember we heard J.C. Latham talk about uh, getting the getting the run established i think that uh th- th- this year uh, having uh, uh you know having a dynamic running back will will, will keep the offense uh, operating at a high level uh, especially as the newer weapons around bryce get get more comfortable uh, i i just think that bryce that jameer gibbs will, will present a, a great weapon for alabama both as a running back and then uh, as catching passes out of the backfield as well and also add in the fact that He's a, he's a dynamic return guy as well. True. Do you think Alabama uses him as a return guy? Because he I mean, made why, the, why he made the he made the SEC uh, as a return guy, uh, all SEC as a return guy, and I don't even know if coming out of spring we even had that as part of his game. Um, no, he when when they kicked off, he he. No, he was back no, no, I'm saying that we were not even talking about that being uh, yeah. something that catapults him to even more of an MVP. We, I mean, we we saw him returning it, but uh, yeah, I mean, they you know. they they used Jamison last year as a return guy. They used him as a gunner on punt coverage. So why not let Jameer, you know, get back there and return kicks? And you know, if if you believe in 
you know, Roydale and Jace and Trey behind them that it allows you to give them a break or two throughout the course of the game with the added responsibility of returning kicks. All right. All right, we, um, we'll we go ahead and get the break here coming back. We'll get Chuck Hunt into the conversation. Um, I'm sure he wanted to talk a little bit about the Heisman. Uh, if you want to talk about the Heisman, you can get in on the conversation as well at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, you're back in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Don't forget about Taco Casa. Taco Casa quality, taste, value, under the biggest cactus in town. Go check them out for lunch and or dinner. Uh, they are a great selection and <clears throat> they look forward to serving you. Six locations in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama uh, to better serve you one up in Birmingham off of Lakeshore Drive as well. That's Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. All right. Hey, let's go to Chuck uh, real quick. Chuck, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, good morning, you three. Uh, I'm doing just fine. I was uh, just chiming in on the conversation about the, the Heisman Trophy. That yes, is sir. something to think about. Uh, that is something to think about. Uh, I remember that uh, for a while, uh, Alabama didn't didn't uh, didn't have a Heisman winner because uh, uh, 
and 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 I look at schools like your your uh, your rival uh, Auburn. Yeah, they had, they had three. I remember when Bo Jackson won the Heisman. I was I was a child, and I look at where I am now, going on forty seven, and uh, and uh, and it's, it's something to think about that. And, and you know, I think about Bama had all those great teams, national championship teams. That they had can had Heisman candidates like Joe Namath and and, and some others, but they didn't didn't win it. But uh, yeah, I, I never thought the day that I was going to see a, a Heisman winner until uh, Mark Ingram won it in uh, in uh, two thousand nine, and uh, that that uh, and, and, but that uh, what happened? I think about it, and all this has happened since uh, Nick Saban has been the uh, the head football coach over there, and uh, and and it just seemed like it just continued on. Uh, had you, you had uh, you had Ingram, you had Derrick Henry. Uh, uh, the guy from my home state, Devontae Smith, and and, and Bryce Young, and, and yo asked the question, "Can he win it back to back?" I said, "Well, I don't know how many people can do Archie Griffin at uh, Ohio State." And I think about it, when he won that that second one, uh, I think it's seventy five, same year I was born. Yeah, you see that, Chuck? Yeah, hey, I'm still saying? here. Yeah. Oh no, I, I just stopped talking. Yeah, I just stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Chuck. I, I think uh, I think Archie. First of all, was playing in a different time. I, I think that exactly media media coverage was a little different uh, back yeah. then. And if you were a top player uh, back then, there were only you know, and it being a national award, uh, he got a lot more exposure. Now there's a lot more exposure to guys and things like that um, to to compete against. Uh, uh, you know the, the the big name guys and, and and to win the Heisman because for a long time it was pretty much a a, a select group of colleges that were winning the Heisman's you know That's true. Oklahoma's of the world the Notre Dame's of the world Ohio State's of the yeah. world uh, that that's kind of who won it and it was strictly it was a media driven if you were in a big region uh, Tim Tebow should have been. Uh, uh, the back-to-back guy, uh, when he won it, uh, uh, one year he was actually better the next year, uh, but they were not going to give it to him. Uh, that was a that was a political vote thing, uh, yeah. anti-SEC thing, anti-Tim Tebow thing. So it's it's you know the the award you know is what it is, but uh, I I I, and- I, I will. I would tell you, uh, Chuck, I put more blame on the University of Alabama for not having one before um, before Tim Tebow, I mean, before Mark Ingram than I do the voters, though. I can tell you for a fact we held our heads high and almost to the point of prideful with we haven't won, um, uh, you know, the uh, we haven't won a Heisman uh, we used to take pride in that. And it was about promoting sports information department and all that. The university would not promote a guy. Uh, huh. and, uh, and, and that's why some of the likes of the Joe Namus and the Bobby Humphreys and, you know, yeah, Bobby it, Humphreys. Think, think about this. We talk about the season. Um, what you call had? If, if, if you promote Derek Thomas, they do that 28 sacks in 11 games. That's what nobody sure talks about. He, they he don't didn't talk have about 28 that. Sacks with a, he didn't have 28 sacks with a 12-game season, an SEC championship, and, and two rounds of the playoffs. He had 20 that many sacks in an 11-game season. 
You're exactly right. Uh, I, I remember I watched DT play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was, he was something. He and Cornelius Bennett and all those guys, they was <clears throat> they were great. And, uh, and, uh, and you know, people forget about the Heisman, uh, the, about the origins. You know, the first Heisman winner came, they don't even have sports. And uh, Jay Burwanger, uh, University of Chicago back in the 30s. And, you know, and another thing, the Heisman Trophy winners used to come from the Ivy League as well. And used to come from the military academy. Think about Army and, and, uh, yeah, one from the Navy that was Roger Staubach. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, those are some things that people forget about. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right. You all take care. Healthy conversation. You all take care. Be safe. You too. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, the, the Alabama, you know, some – and, hey, listen, I love Alabama. Uh, but, but I also would just say what I – I mean, what it, it is what it is, guys. And Alabama – we we got to a point that we started taking way too much pride in the fact that we didn't have a Heisman, and we we I remember when we came out for a campaign for Sean Alexander. Uh, that was like the first time I remember in my lifetime Alabama actually promoting an individual player. So, uh, yeah, you. <laughs> You, you look at uh, you look at it. I mean, I, I don't I don't have as much knowledge or history of it from the standpoint of seeing it happen. Um, you know, when Sean Alexander was was in the running, I was you know eight or nine years old, so I, I've really only gotten to see us push push guys for it up under Coach Saban. Because after Sean, you didn't really have a team or a player that would have been up for it until Mark. But you look at Mark, you look at Trent, AJ, and all those guys, it's almost to the point where uh, uh, where it gets to where there's almost a guy every other every year, if not every other year at the most, up for the Heisman now. Yeah, a- absolutely, and I, I agree with that. So we, we – we- you know, we we are now clearly one of the top teams in terms of individual and uh, team awards. And, and speaking of that, Alabama has 18 guys at some level uh, on the um, on the Athlon's uh, award list for all preseason, all SEC. Any surprises on that list from you guys or? Anybody you think should 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 or or possibly maybe bumped up from their current um, position? Uh, I mean, I can see guys like on the on the third on the third team. You have Cameron Latou and and Kool Aid McKinstry. You can see them having a great season this year, getting moved up the list. You can see. Uh, really, the, it's the third and fourth teams. You know, the fourth team guys are uh, Javion Cohen, DJ Dale, Brian Branch, and DeMarco Hillam. You can see all six of those guys between the third and fourth team potentially having a, a season that could put, put them on the first or second team. Uh, the second team, first team guys look great. You know, as you said, Jameer Gibbs, he's the – First team all purpose player. I mean, he's the second team return guy. So, uh, Joe, will, will one of these, will more than one offensive lineman have to be on that all SEC 
uh, first or second team if Jamar Gibbs uh, is, is gonna Jamar Gibbs is gonna have a Heisman Trophy type season. Yeah, I, I, I second uh, I second Xavier right there. I think Javion Cohen and Emil Ekio presents you some really good options right there. Obviously, lots of questions around the tackles, but uh, I think that you know the potential is there for for Tyler Steen. And I, re- I mean, maybe I'm sucked into the interview that we heard last week, but I really liked what I heard out of J.C. Latham too. So uh, yeah. you know, I, I think that the the offensive line has a has a lot of potential to return to being great. Yeah, I, I think the fact that uh, they're talking about wanting to be dominant, um, uh, back to your Heisman statement earlier, it sounds like a team, uh, Joe X, that wants to reestablish itself um, as a, as a uh, runner, um, a run-first type of team. Um, and so it, it's, it's a very interesting uh Dynamic is this team going to uh, need to first of all establish itself as a run team to give the the Burtons of the world uh, a chance to come along with Bryce Young, and in doing so, is that going to be what catapults Gibbs into that spotlight early in the season? So I think we're kind of thinking the same way. And then you hear the likes of uh, I don't know if you heard. JC on the Ryan Fowler show on the game, the game with Ryan Fowler, uh, where he said last year was a failure. Did you hear that? Yeah, and that's pretty harsh outlook, but good for him. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, and Ryan and I were talking off air about that, guys. Think about the standard. We talk about it and stuff like that, Joe. How many of us are walking around thinking last year was a failure? As fans, none of us, right? We We got beat by... We, we we can we can to me as a fan you can go listen man I think we we I think we win that game even though Georgia had fifteen hundred you know NFL players on that team if we don't lose our best wide receiver I feel like we probably come away with a win in that game um, after having lost our second best wide receiver the time before but yet we don't feel like it's a failure but that team. When I hear them saying that, Joe, I remember what we felt like going into the offseason when we felt like we were the best team in the country and had to come back and wait another year and from 91 to 92 and how it drove us all offseason, all spring, all summer. Uh, and so with the talent they have on, on the Crimson Tide, if that's the case, whoo-hoo! Got to be excited about it. So, of course, we'll talk more about that. We do have to uh, get to break here. Um, and we are going to uh, work to see if we can possibly get uh, Kendall uh, Randolph to join us on tomorrow. Uh, but if not, hey, we'll keep things moving here. Uh, it's been uh, – we've had three great interviews, and we'll hope to get that fourth one. Uh, also want to remind you that uh, coming up next, we have Scotty Hollins, Executive Director, uh, Blueprint Ministries. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. This is Jabari Pruitt from WVUA 23 News in the Town Square News Center. Missy Lynn Freeman Clark, a Walker County woman, was found unresponsive on the ground in the city of Dora on Sunday. Police is calling her death suspicious. Her body has been sent for an autopsy to determine the cause of death. If you have any information, call the Dora Police Department. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency says the man who was struck and killed by a vehicle is that a missing Aliceville man, 63-year-old Ray Charles Lewis. He had been missing since June 1st. The accident happened June 2nd near Oscar Bastard Drive. 
live in Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I think I had my um, <laughs> mic muted. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Welcome back into the Mark Houston Show. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of uh, Blueprint Ministries. Uh, good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Glad to have you on with us. I'll kick it to you to encourage us how we can incorporate our faith into the boardroom, the classroom, where our chosen fill the place, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I, I, I like your beat, and I thought you were just gonna let it let let the beat play a little bit. I, I thought you about oh, to come dude, in with. Dude, I was talking it up <laughs> on this side, man. I was I was all in, uh, and then I got a couple notes that said, "Hey, we can't hear you." <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, listen, we are continuing with our uh, series on the power of optimism, and uh, just I, I have to do a recap since I missed last week. Uh, just a recap on. Just our foundational um, passages and, and principles uh, related to uh, the power of optimism. And then uh, what we'll do is we'll just continue to build uh, at least for another couple of weeks. So uh, remember, first thing I mentioned was life is about 10% what happens to us and, and 90% how we respond. And so um, and, and when you think about how do you respond, you know, what influences your response? Um, here's another quote. This is by A.W. Tozer. The most important thing about you is what you believe about God because it becomes the lens through which you see all of life. Keep that in mind. Uh, talking about, uh, as Martin always does with this intro, he says, hey, we want to you know, have success in the boardroom, in the classroom, in the field of play, wherever you are. And the, and the bottom line is wherever you are, there you are, right? So the question is, right. how are you responding? And your response has everything to do with, um, you know, kind of the lens through which you're seeing, seeing life. Let me tell you this. You know, this is another one that I hadn't shared, but, but this is one that came to mind even as I kind of continue to think through this. But, but uh, I think one of Paul's secrets 
Actually, let me give you this verse, and then I'll give you his secret, another one of his secrets. Uh, uh, one other verse is uh, rejoice always. Remember the power of optimism. Rejoice always. Always is a strong word, Martin. Pray mm-hmm. continually. Uh, and then he says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. He says all, all, all. So I want us to say, how is that possible? Well, I'll give you one of his secrets, and then we'll kind of... One thing that Paul did that, that maybe we could learn from, and I didn't say you could learn from, I said we could learn from, I'm, I, present company included, is that Paul didn't um, determine what he thought about God through the lens of his circumstances. Did y'all hear that? Paul didn't hmm. determine what he thought about God through the lens of his circumstances. He determined what he thought about his circumstances through the lens of his God. You follow me? And so that's what I'm saying. That's one of his secrets is, is that lens. What you, Whatever you think about God is is the lens through which you see all of life. And so, uh, just to recap, just about um, Paul being in jail, the way we kick this whole um, study off is Philippians 1, 12-14. Paul is in prison. He's writing a, a, a handwritten letter to the church at Philippi, the Philippian people, and, and, and he tells them, he says, brothers and sisters, I know y'all know what's happened to me. I know y'all know I'm in jail. But but And he's trying to calm them down, trying to encourage them, trying to, you know, inspire them. He says, what has happened to me actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in, in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Here's a guy who says, I am in jail. Yeah, that's a difficult circumstance. It's a difficult circumstance, but I will not be my circumstance. I, I, my, my God through the lens of my circumstance, but I'll be my circumstance through the lens of my God. And, and what does that show me? When I look at my circumstance through the lens of my God, what I see is, hey, God is allowing people to know more about Christ. Here in the prison, the, the palace guard, the, my, the, the people that I'm in, uh, imprisoned with, even people outside of the jail are being more inspired, more encouraged, more challenged, having more courage um, uh, to preach the gospel because they see Man, look at what God's doing through Paul. And so what I want you to see is, and I'll close with this for today, and then we'll, we'll kind of pick back up next week. But but I want you to think through what is God doing through your circumstance. Again, as you look at the circumstance through him, understand that every circumstance gives us at least two two opportunities. It's to know him more. Okay, you get a chance to know God more. Yeah, yeah, you've read that God is Jehovah Jireh, but when you go through something and you need him to, Jehovah Jireh means God's our provider. But when you go through something and you pray, Lord, I need you to provide, and he does, now you know him that way more, even more intimately. So every opportunity we go through, difficulty we go through, gives us a chance to know him, but it also gives us a chance to make him known for people to see him through our lives, depending on how we respond. So I want to encourage you to say, whatever you're going through, it's not just about you. It's about you having the opportunity to know God more and to make him more known. <laughs> and it's so awesome, uh, Scotty. I, Sunday, um, uh, you you would have been proud of me, man. I preached a message. <laughs> the, the title was "Undefeated Champion," because he is, you are. Uh, Ooh, that is strong. Just, 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 just sink on what Scotty just told y'all. Uh, how yeah. you see God will determine how you see everything else. Yes. And he is he, he is the undefeated champion 
is because he is, you, you are. are an undefeated champion. So, uh, there, I'm going to meditate on that this week, brother. There, there's a whole list of scriptures. <laughs> if you want to go back to Harvest Church, uh, you can find that message from this past Sunday. I might actually replay it. Uh, as well, uh, I rebroadcast it, uh, on, on a couple of my Facebook pages, Harvest Church being one of them. Uh, but yeah, it, and as I was preaching that message, Scotty, one of the points I made, I used the song Champion, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 to walk through, you know, the, the things. We, it, it starts off with how we see him and then how we see ourselves. Uh, as a result yeah. of how we see him. Wow. So, wow. so true. It, it was a really good, uh, powerful message uh, by the anointing of God. But uh, tell our listeners where they can find you, sir. Absolutely. You can go to www.blueprintsuffalusa.com. You can send me a message there. Come straight to my email. All right. Hey, and by the way, uh, you and I need to talk about Elevate. Uh, someone brought Oh, yeah. And so oh, you and yeah. I will get, up, get together and talk about that, too, at some point. Uh, see what Looking you think about that. So awesome, man. Yes, Appreciate you. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you, man. man. So glad to be partnered with uh, Blueprint Ministries and Scotty Hollins. Hey. Thanks to the great folks at um, thank you. Johnson Thank Martin you, Denver. bro. The thank pleasure. You, sir. All, right. All, hey. mine, bro. All right, man. X, tell them uh, real quick where they can find you, sir, and where we can get out of here. Yes, sir. You can find me at X and O Sports, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, across all social media platforms. All right, we got a lot of podcasters on here. We'll get Joe has some things going. We'll highlight him as well. Want to encourage all of you. Hey, you are a champion, undefeated champion, because he's a champion. How you see God will determine how you see everything else in the lens in which you look to. Through. Remember this: you can trust him, trust in him always, in all your ways. Acknowledge him; he will direct your paths. Uh, thank you, everybody, for all the call listeners, viewers, and chatters out there. Roll Tide, everybody. Have a blessed day, and we'll catch you on tomorrow.